So today, we got three parts to this series that's resurrection, leave, stay, and go. And in this series, what we're going to be looking at is some pieces of the resurrection that maybe you hadn't seen before. And uh, if you don't have it already ready, don't worry about it. It's, it's in the folder. Okay. All right. <laughs> Good. All right. Uh, so what we're talking about in this series was we're talking about three different parts of resurrection. One, when Christ leaves heaven. Number two, when he decides to stay on the cross and then when he has to go. And we want to talk about those three things. And this is a series, I don't know if y'all have seen it yet, the Connection Show uh, at connectionshow.org. But when we were filming the last episodes for that show, Nicole and I were filming it, uh, this is a series that God gave to us to, to uh, basically expound on in that uh, Connection Show. And when we hit these, uh, these topics here and we went to connection, leave and connection, stay, connection, go, and we started talking about them, man, it wasn't a whole bunch of people in here. It, it was just a handful, but uh, man, the presence of God showed up. I mean, the presence of God showed up in this place. You could feel that and um, you can watch all that stuff. So anyway, I was preparing for today and leading into uh, Resurrection Sunday next week. I really felt like the Lord said, I want you to talk about resurrection, leave, stay, go. And I said, okay. And uh, I really, really want to preach to you today. Man, it's burning in me to preach to you. But here's what happened. I was going back and just listening to that show. And I sat there and as I listened to the different parts of the show, just to kind of reinvigorate some of the thoughts and, and what the Holy Spirit had done, I sat there and I went, man, and I was listening to it. I was like, that's a really good point. I don't know if I'll be able to remember that point in there. Man, that's a really good point. Man, that's a really good point. And I was like, man, the anointing of God was all over this. And, and then I got to thinking, why would I try to recreate that? And so what we're going to do today is I'm just going to show you that show and let that show speak to you and let it, and in the resurrection, if you go to connectionshow.org, uh, it's got all kinds of graphics and it's got the scriptures up and everything. This is unedited. This is, this doesn't have all the fancy graphics and everything, but you won't need them. The, the scriptures are on your handout there, but uh, if you'll just get that video ready, here's what I want you to see. Just pay attention. Let the Lord love on you, and I think you'll get out of it and see the things in it like we felt that day. I think it'll move you too. Amen? Amen. Hello. Welcome to Connection with Brian and Nicole, and we're just so glad that you can join us today. Uh, we just, you know, last week finished Reset. We're yeah. starting something new this week. Uh, but before we do, if you ever have any uh, prayer requests or you have questions or just, hey, I need, I need something, we can agree with you in prayer for the provision of God in whatever way, uh, go to connectionshow.org and you can hit contact and you can contact us there and just uh, if you need anything, let us know. We want to hear from you and uh, we're just glad that you're with us today, whether you're listening or watching. Thank you for being with us on Connection. So would you like to... Look, there's a bunch of people out there listening and watching you. Hi. <laughs> Hi. So you want to pray today? Yeah. 
good. Yeah. Amen. Father, we thank you for this day. We thank you for your love for us. We thank you for this opportunity to come together and connect with you and to connect with everyone hearing and seeing this, Lord. And Father, we thank you for just guiding our words to glorify you and all yes. that we do and pointing people to a true reset connection with you. And we thank you, Father, for this this intimate fellowship with you, this connection with you that just ignites people's relationships with you and sets them in a new direction. And we praise you for that, Father, in Jesus' name. Amen. 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 So this week we are starting a new series. I think it's about, going to be about three, maybe four weeks, but about three different topics here. And we're coming up to Easter. We're coming up to Resurrection Sunday, which yeah. is what I like to call it, yeah. uh, because Christ did not stay in that tomb. That's he right. resurrected. And uh, we're going to talk about leave, stay, and go. And uh, resurrection leave, resurrection stay, and resurrection go. And I, I get it. You don't have a clue what I'm talking about maybe <laughs> but that's okay I'll we'll we'll catch you up amen so um today we're talking about leave and I think that this is one of the most important things uh that we can discuss is what kind of love did it take for Jesus to leave heaven mm. and come to earth and yeah. I, it's almost hard to even answer that question. Can you imagine, here he is in heaven with the Father. Mm. He's God. He didn't, you know, he's God. He didn't need anything from us. Yeah. He's sitting in a kingdom yeah. with all provision, all beauty, all perfection. Yes. And we can't even fathom it. You know, because we've never seen anything of such beauty or magnitude Right. And I mean, as wonderful as we can imagine, it far surpasses that. Yes. And he chose to leave that and literally come to a war zone for yeah. us. Yeah. He, you know, I, you can, if you want to, you can go ahead and grab a Bible and uh, we're going to turn to Philippians chapter two. But I'm just thinking what, you know, I, I know people that won't get out of their house and grow as yeah. a Christian to help their neighbor, much less leave being God to become a man. Yeah. I mean, you talk about taking a step down in your status. But his whole point, Jesus' whole point was to serve us. Yeah. And he's, he said, you know, the person that serves, they're going to be the highest. They're going to be chief. And I think that we really need to take a look at that, not only as an example, but this show is called Connection. And part of that, uh, the biggest reason is that we want to help you connect with God as we connect with you and connect with God ourselves. And we're talking about these very important connections. But one of the biggest things that help us connect in our lives is getting to know each other, getting yeah. to know the character and the nature. Um, in other words, there's things, I mean, we've been married for almost 17 years now. Did I get that right? You did good. Yes. All right, good. So I'm, I'm off the hook. This good. I feel, I'm so relaxed right now. This is Yeah, he got brownie points. I know, that was good. So almost 17 years, but I... 
I didn't fully know you when we got married. Definitely not like I know you now because we've spent time together. Right. We've, we've been in an intimate fellowship and getting to know one another's character, uh, our, your nature, yeah. yours, mine, mine, yours. You know, we've grown to know each other. Uh, so when we're looking at connecting with each other and we're looking at connecting, this is why we want you to connect on the website and connect with us. Send us a note. Uh, but when we're looking to connect with God, one of the largest portions of that is getting to know his character, his nature, and the fact that he would leave his godly status yeah. to become a man and leave heaven to come to earth. That's incredibly revealing about his nature right. and his character. So, yeah, your turn. <laughs> Ready, tag. You're it. <laughs> well, I mean, I, I think Philippians 2 is just a great place to start because it says in, um, in chapter 2, verses 5 through 7, it, tells, it says, Have this attitude in yourselves, which was also in Christ Jesus, who, although he existed in the form of God, did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped, but emptied himself taking the form of a bondservant and being made in the likeness of men. He was God and in every way, shape, or form. He was yeah. the highest being. He was, he was God and chose to basically set that aside and take on a bondage, I mean, a servant who is bound and yeah. oppressed and weak and filthy. Like, I, my brain's having trouble wrapping around. Yeah. I don't, you know, when we stop to think about it, we don't just keep going through life. And, but when we actually stop to think about what he did, his love in that, like... My, there aren't words. My fleshly brain is having a hard time wrapping itself around that level yeah. of love. Um what does that really take, you know? And and I'm, you know, we were just, I, I'm going to tell on myself because we were just oh, having, good. yes, it's, it's on me. This is a bad one too. So this, Ooh. it's not like super, <laughs> and don't get too excited. Oh, <laughs> oh really? You're yeah. bad? I that didn't, never I, happens. I thought he was perfect. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> this, look, there. They're, they're leaning on your character. Don't tell them <laughs> stories. <laughs> You're the one telling a story. Ready, go. Oh, yeah, that's true. All right. So we were talking the other day, and I was talking how, um, you know, I, the Lord, the Holy Spirit had really convicted me to get up and help you out like you were cleaning up the kitchen mm -hmm. or something, and I didn't move. And I'm thinking, man, right now, here's what I'm thinking. How much easier would it have been for me to get up and help clean a dish or two Versus God get up out of his throne. Jesus yeah. to get up out of his throne in heaven and come down to earth and become a man. Move from the status of God to man. Yeah. <laughs> you know, and so we, we want to go, oh, yeah, I understand what you're saying, Brian. And yet we'll, I'll do, I just did that the other day. This, you know, so all of a sudden, I mean, <laughs> like I said, I'm, I'm having a hard time wrapping my brain, my physical brain around the level of love that it would take. And and here's the other thing. We're, <laughs> we're not talking about Jesus coming to a people that were going to accept him with open mm -hmm. arms. 
you know, we're talking about, I had my hand like this. I was like, one doesn't just simply come to earth. So, <laughs> not, <laughs> you like it when I'm goofy. So I was trying to be goofy. Did it work? He is goofy. <laughs> but he came, they weren't, they weren't coming down here just, you know, Jesus wasn't coming down here to a people that were just going to be like, oh, praise God. You know, God on earth, hallelujah, and never treat him wrong. No, he knew he was going to a people that was going to persecute him yeah. that was and kill him. Yeah. And he was going to a people that were not friends of God, not acting right. Mm. It had done nothing... People, humanity at that time had done nothing really to, you know, be obedient to God in the general sense of it. They, they were really off track. We'd not done anything that looked worthy of sowing love into us. You know, I mean, you think about mankind now. I mean, most of the time when we do something good for someone, it's, you know, they look like a good person. They, they need, you know, they deserve this, you know, or... Yeah. Um, you know, or we do it because it makes us feel good or whatever. There was no good in us when right. he came down and he knew that. Yeah. He knew the pain and the yeah. agony. He knew he would be beat beyond recognition, not just criticized, not just had his name drugged through the mud. You right. know, somebody criticizes us now. I mean, I'll tell you, somebody says something about Brian and I'm like, come on, let's go. It wasn't just his name being criticized. He was going to be beat beyond recognition, taken and killed. And yet he still chose yeah. to give up all perfectness, all deity, and come down for us. Yeah. I, well, in that verse in Philippians 2, 6 that we looked at, it says that he did not regard equality with God a thing to be grasped. In other words, he was equal with God in mm -hmm. heaven. And he said, I don't consider that something to be held on to. Right. In other words, he was willing to take equality with God and he chose out of his perfect love, mm -hmm. he chose to let equality with God go. I, and he did that for you. And he, Yes. You know, a lot of times in around, you know, Easter and Resurrection uh, Sunday, a lot of times what we will focus on is the passion of Christ, which is awesome. Right. But a lot of times we just focus on the passion during that week. But it really started 33 years before that mm -hmm. when he made, and really at the beginning of time, when right. he decided, I will do every, everything and anything I need to to connect with my creation. You know, the Bible refers to us as potter and clay, which, you know, what what potter is going to look at that clay pot and say, oh, you are so precious to me. You are worth so much to me that I will give my life for my creation that God, the love that he mm -hmm. the passion that he has poured out on us. He all he had to do was just make us again. Yeah, that's all he had to do was just make us again. And yet he said, I love you so much. You are worth so much to me that I will leave my position and I will. The power of the resurrection started when I chose to leave heaven, leave godliness, the role, the equality with God 
and come be a man. It's strong. Yeah. <laughs> That's his passion for you. For you, no matter who you are, no matter what you're doing, no matter, no matter what you've done in the past, he still loved you enough to leave heaven for that. He loved you enough to leave being God so that he could save you and reconnect with you. It was, it was, you know, what he did at the cross was huge and great, but let's look at the whole picture right. where his love, I mean, it just even, it's like it adds to it where his love began from the beginning of time. And, he, and you, who, you know, we're going to talk here in a second in Romans 5, what was our actual condition? Our actual condition was uh, we were in bad shape. And that's when he decided to leave heaven. You, it's, it's a big, big deal, his character and nature. His love for you is literally out of this world. And it is so powerful. And he loves you so much. He loves you with an everlasting love. You want to talk about Romans 5? Yeah, let's go to Romans 5. Um, and I highlighted verses 6, 8, and 10. It says, for while we were still helpless, at the right time, Christ died for the ungodly. You skip down to 8 and it says, But God demonstrates his own love towards us, and that while we were yet sinners, Christ died for us. And go on to verse 10. For if we were enemies, if while we were enemies, we were reconciled to God through the death of his son, much more having been reconciled, we shall be saved by his life. You know, so I think, you know, you're taking a God that is love. It's not just that he loves. He is love. Yeah. He is all good. He is surrounded by all good. There, there is nothing not good within him. There is right. nothing that is not love within him. And it's so hard to wrap our our natural minds around that you know because we don't know anything that is so perfect and pure and whole in this world but he is you know every fiber of his being is love yeah and he left all goodness to come down to hatred you yeah. know we were hatred embodied manifested yes yeah. i mean we were his enemies we hated him and despised him and proved it with our actions and even knowing that and oh my hair is standing up even knowing that even knowing that so many would still despise him he still died for them just as yeah. much as he did for you and us what kind of love is that yeah you know this world says you know, if you hurt me and, you know, I may forgive you and I may try it again, but at some point, you know, we're just going to walk away. He didn't walk away. He came too. Yeah. He chased after us, leaving everything that was good, everything that he knew. He left it behind, didn't look back, and came chasing after you. Yeah. Because he knew while you were his enemy, then there was hope that we could take on him and his love and he was willing to pour out that love for you. Yeah. Mm. 
That's strong. Yeah, it's, you know, we could not, we were helpless. We could not help ourselves. No, we had we, no hope whatsoever. That's it. We were, we were hopeless. You know, we were hopeless and we couldn't help ourselves. We were sinners. This is our condition. This is who we were. Yeah. And, you know, I, I, this one, I remember when the, I first got a hold of this and I read this verse and it said, for while we were enemies, we were reconciled, which reconciled means to be made right with. Um, if we reconcile a checkbook, mm -hmm. that means that we figure out where every penny went yeah. and we make it right. We make balance sure that, it. yeah, we balance up. it. So when we're reconciled with God, we were made right with God and he did that while we were enemies yeah he didn't do that while we were doing great he didn't do that while we could help ourselves he didn't make us right with him uh while we were not sinners he made us right when we were at our worst uh, i remember the first time i ever talked about this was i and the lord was really talking to me personally and he said you know brian he, i it's just this is what he was pouring out in my heart through the Holy Spirit, and he's just said, you know, I didn't come, my love wasn't poured out for you when I saw the end from the beginning and I saw you as a great minister of God loving on people. My love was poured out for you at your lowest yeah. point. At your darkest hour. <laughs> that's, that's when he poured it out for me. Yeah. Not, not when I was doing great, but when I was doing the worst. That's when he made the choice of love to leave heaven <laughs> and come for me. And I think, you know, that word reconciled, it, you know, we associate it with a, a checkbook and stuff, but there's a power to that, you know, because when you, when you reconcile that checkbook or bank account or whatever it is, you have to match it to the penny. Otherwise, it's not reconciled. Right. To the penny. That's, that that's means, so good. Yeah. That means, you know, Christ came and he could have brought us up. Anything of up would have been better than what we were. That's, yeah, that's so but powerful. But he reconciled us with him. He made us balanced with him to the penny, to the letter. Every bit of good within him is now within us. Every yeah. bit of love within him. He brought and poured into us, you know, so it's it's not a small word to think about when you think about reconciled with God. He didn't just lift you up a little bit and God's still up here. He puts you side by side yeah. with him. That's powerful. And he did that at our darkest hour, at our lowest point. When we were the scum of the earth and we didn't think that life was worth living, we yeah. didn't think that we had any good within us, that we were worth anything, he thought we were worth everything. Yes. God saw us at that point and said, you were worth my son, his only son, his all good, all love, perfect son, and said, you know what? At his worst, Brian Wright is worth Jesus and I, not only am I going to bring him up, yes. I'm going to make him one with Jesus. I'm going to reconcile him side by side. That's strong. Yeah, it's, if you want to, real quick, to turn to uh, 2 Corinthians chapter 5. And 
in Second Corinthians chapter 5, it talks about becoming the new creation. Mm. And so, in other words, he took us at our worst. And, and a lot of times, I, I f- I've, found that, I've found that religion will focus on our worst. Um, yeah. It'll always kind of focus us back to uh, what we were uh, along the lines of dirty, filthy rags. Yeah. But what you're looking at that, you're looking at a descriptive verse as to where we were, but not the complete picture that Christ has painted that really is fulfilled here in Second Corinthians 5. So he took a snapshot of us at our worst, but that is not where he left us. No. He took us from that worst position. He reconciled every penny That's of right. our spiritual account and brought us to a place that Second Corinthians 5 describes. It says, therefore, if anyone, this is uh, verse 17, therefore, if anyone is in Christ, he is a new creature. In the King James, it says a new creation, a right. whole new creation. The old things passed away, behold, new things have come. In other words, he didn't leave us in that broken state. He completely recreated us into a whole new creation. And now our classification is kind of like Christ went from being God to being really almost like dirty filthy man now he was sinless and he was spotless but he came down to a people that were dirty and sinless and so that we could go from being dirty and sinless to being like god in righteousness this is the new creation he says now all these things are from god in verse 18 who has who's reconciled us to himself through christ Mm-hmm. In other words, he got every spiritual penny of our life right. Yeah. Uh, not according to what we think right is, according to what God actually is right. That's right. This is and that's a big point because I can think I can think that right is at this level when God is actually right on this level. Way beyond. And and then I'm going to not be living to the fullness of the uh, maturity and the stature of Christ. Mm-hmm. I've got I've got to grow in my knowledge of what God says about me so that I can live to the fullness of what God has for me. So he reconciled us. He made every spiritual penny right to himself. He brought it up to the level of himself through Christ. This is what Christ did. I didn't do it by my own. You didn't do Mm -hmm. it on your own. Uh, if you're listening, you didn't you didn't do it on your own. You, it took Christ. There was no other way to do it. But through him, we can do all things. And when we put our faith in Christ, he made every spiritual penny right with God, put it on the level of righteousness of God. And then he says he's given us the ministry of reconciliation, which you are being a part of today. We are we are letting this reconciliation this minute. We are ministering to you that God has made you right. And then this is one of the biggest verses I've ever seen, namely that God was in Christ reconciling or making the world right reconciling the world to himself yeah not christians the world the world not counting their trespasses against them and he has committed to us the word of reconciliation he's committed to us he's given it to us to tell you god has made you right will you accept it 
And that all comes back to, do you really know him? Do you really know his love? Mm. It goes on to say, therefore, we are ambassadors for Christ as though God were making an appeal through us. We beg you on behalf of Christ, be reconciled to God. Be made right with God. We beg you, be made right with God. He made him who knew no sin to be sin on our behalf so that we might become the righteousness of God in him. This is not something a Christian is waiting for. They have already received Christ and Christ has already been made sin. Christ was made sin on your behalf. This is not something you're waiting for. He's made you the righteousness of God in Christ, Mm -hmm. through Christ. So our ministry is this. We want to connect you with God. But what we're telling you is that you don't have to have it all together. Matter of fact, you're not going to get it all together without him. The way to go is go to God. Go to that love, that love that left heaven for you, that left being God to become a man so much. He loved you so much that he did that just for you. Be made right with him today. Right now, just pray this with me. I know, I know that there's people watching this. I know that right now the Holy Spirit is putting a draw on your heart. And he's saying right now, look, will you come to me? Will you be made right with me? And so right now, be made right with them. Pray this with me. Just say, Father, I want to be made right with you. I listened to the scriptures that Brian and Nicole talked about, and I see that you did not leave me in the place where I was helpless. You didn't leave me in the place of being your enemy, but you've already done something about it. You've given me a way out, and that way out is Christ. And Lord, I receive Jesus right now as my Lord and my Savior. I let him direct my life. I let him move me. I follow his lead. He's always leading me to triumph. I believe that he did release the power of your love when he left heaven. I believe that he loved me when he decided to be man instead of God. I believe that he died for me. And with him was, I'll, I'll give my sins to him. So that with him, my sins were buried. And as he arose, my life is found in Christ. And I now can arise with Jesus. I receive newness of life right now. I am a new creation. And I receive it in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. You know, one last thought came to me in all of that is that the love didn't stop. I think, you know, we probably got about another minute, but I want to just throw this thought out there. The love didn't just come through Jesus. Yeah. It also came through the Father. Yeah. What level of love, what character, what nature, what depth of his love takes his son and says, go. Yeah. I want to send you to these enemies. I want to send you so that you can save them. Yeah. What level... What level of love did the Father have to send Christ? We've got a few seconds left. you want to mm. throw something on top of that? I mean, it's, it's mind-blowing. And 
I think the biggest thing for me right now is we need to remember that never again can we say we're not good enough. Never again can we accept that lie yes. that we're not good enough because now you've seen God reconciled the world, everyone yes. at their worst with yes. him. He made you good enough. Amen. Amen. Thank you for joining us. Have a great day. Bye. Thank you for joining us. So, you know, when you recognize that God's love is so strong, that the Father's love is so strong to send His Son, when you recognize that Jesus' love for you was so strong that He would leave being God to become man, eventually, you know, I mentioned it in there that He wasn't dirty, filthy rags. He wasn't that. But He did take that on, on the cross. Yours, not His. He never messed up. But He took ours and put it on himself so that you could be the righteousness of God in Christ. Now, see, if that love is that big and that pure, it, it demands something. It demands a response. It demands a response in your life that says, Lord, I, I choose, I respond to receive that level of love. But it also demands this. It goes beyond that where it doesn't just say, I just receive it. But it says, I have a response that also needs to share it. Then I need to share that kind of love. And sometimes that looks like just witnessing to somebody. Sometimes it just looks like, hey, will you come with me to church on Easter? You know, Sometimes that's how the love looks. Because they'll come here and they'll find out even some more about his love next week. But it demands, it, if it's true, then it demands a response. If it's true, it demands a response. So will you respond? I know you probably prayed uh, with us in the video there, but will you pray right now? Lord, let me respond in my life 100% of the way that I need to respond. Father, we just ask right now, Lord, we recognize your love. The love, the mighty, mighty, mighty love that it took. The mighty love that it took to leave heaven when we were not worth it. <laughs> Lord, let me, let us respond to that love right now by receiving that love. Father, and, and you can just say this with me. Just say, Father, I receive that love. I make you Lord. I respond by making you Lord. I respond by allowing you to direct my life. I respond by giving you what I have in this life. My choices my direction, my obedience, I respond to your love. And I will live like I'm responding correctly. And I believe that you did leave heaven, that you did take on my sins, that you did die for me, and that God brought you back to life. For me.
I respond by receiving that today in its fullness. And you didn't leave me in that dirty, sinful place, but you raised me up with Christ and seated me in heavenly places with him in the righteousness of God in Christ. That's who I am today. A new creation. And I will respond appropriately. In Jesus name. Amen. Amen. Did you get something out of it? Amen. Did it touch your heart I hope? Good. Good. Let that motivate you. To not just live a good day today. And not just a good week this week. But let it motivate you to live a responsive life to the love of Christ. Amen? Amen. Lord, I just ask for your blessings on everybody, and I just thank you, Lord, for your life manifesting in them. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. Have a great day. Thank you for being here.